Welcome to the Daniel Artest Podcast. And today I have a special guest with me. I have Victoria. I hope I say your last name right. Mazio. Mazio's good. Yeah, Mazio is probably the most American way. And then in Italian, it's Mazzeo. Mazzeo. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so, you know, she's, she's down with X versus X movement. Um, she's a basketball player herself. So I want you to give a little background for everybody that don't know you. All right. So, I mean, I've been hooping since I was four. I did play college ball. I played D2 in Philly. And then I also finished up in grad school. Um, I captained. I haven't stopped playing. I think most people who play a full four years of college stop playing at some point because it is literally mentally and physically abusive. Um, yeah. I think most people that gone through a college program will absolutely attest to that. And especially for girls, it is very abusive. Um, so if you get through it, a lot of people lose the love for the game, but I'm one of those purists. I've never lost the love of the game. I should have. My high school coach got fired. Both my college coaches got fired. I did not have a single great coach in my adult life, but um, I just love the game so much. And I still played after school. I'm from Philly. So I played with a lot of like washed up college players. So Villanova, I mean, we have great colleges here. Villanova, Drexel, um, Philly U, where I played Chestnut Hill, Temple, like all the girls still played. And it's interesting in LA versus Philly because we don't play with cameras or fo yeah. photos or any type of media. Like we literally just get in an old church gym and we bust each other's ass. And that's kind of the way we do it on the East Coast. So yeah. when it moves to LA and everyone's like, we're not playing hoops unless there's like a photographer or a videographer. <laughs> like y'all, I have gone the last 27, 28 years without playing with any kind of videography. So this is new to me. Like every time I'm on a court, there's some kind of media around it or some kind of social media done um but yeah and then I moved to LA and I think I was just attracted to all the hoop scenes at once so I got with Venice basketball and then it led me to XVS and I am so 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 grateful that during this lockdown I've had a place a safe place to play and an incredible group of people to play with that's that's an interesting point that you brought up with um with LA basketball and the cameras man, because <laughs> I, I played basketball in LA. I played in Venice Beach for one for one summer in 2015 and stuff. We made it to the semifinals and stuff, and um, it was fun. But yeah, the the social media engagement that they that that LA people want you to do it, it was just a little bit too much. I didn't like it. I was really standoffish against it because where I come from in Queensbridge, like you said, like basically the East Coast, you know, we just gonna get get in the gym, go get after it, and and everything yeah. like that. So like that that um that's funny that you had that experience too as well. Yeah, it's it's definitely a new world. Like I probably have more game tape now than I ever did in college, to be honest. Like it's kind of insane. Um, and it's insane how like everyone has a name and a personality. And I also think be due to this like media and like a lot of videography, people play different on the West Coast. I think not that they're worse, better or worse, but there's a lot more offense. Like it's a lot like fancy dribbling and cool fadeaway shots. And like, it's so funny because everyone makes fun of me here when, I, especially XVS when I play, like I D people to F up. Like I D yeah. people to F up. I'll probably foul you before I let you score, but I'll, I mean, I get just as many blocks. Um, and my game is very straightforward. I'm either shooting from like 40 feet or a three, or I'm driving hard. Like there's no fancy tricks in between that movement. Like yeah. I'm shooting or I'm getting to the rim. Like 
there's no behind the back. There's no spin move. Like I might go between the legs just to protect the ball, but it's a straightforward game. And I think that's like just an East Coast, West Coast difference. Yeah. The, you, no, well, it depends though, because uh, on the East Coast, you know, being from New York City, New York City's all well, yeah, you got Rucker. You know? But Philly, but Philly is definitely, you know, guys that just get after it and, and, and just and just go out there and, and play hard. So I see, I see what style of basketball you're definitely coming from. So um, yeah, you played it, you played in Vintage I I seen a clip of your game, you playing with sunblock, which is oh, I don't know why you're playing with sunblock, you know. I like, didn't get a choice. <laughs> I literally and XPS team came up late, but I didn't get a choice. I was just like, I'm gonna play with whoever picks up a girl and sunblock yeah. picks me up. So I was like, I bet I think they got. I think they got a little bit more than they bargained for, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll take this, we'll take the little blonde, that's fine. And then I'm out there just doing everything. Yeah, it was funny because um, like every time I play against every time I, I think about somebody, I just I just I like to go at them whenever I whenever I see them and stuff like when I played in Venice Beach the year before. I played in Venice Beach. Um, Meta actually played against Sunblock, and it was like really physical. It was on YouTube, so I saw the video on YouTube. It was like really physical. They pushing Meta him got, around. Wait, Meta got physical? No way. Yeah, right. But I, I I took it personal because I wasn't there. You know, when me and Ron play street ball together, they call him the Range Rover and they call me the Land Rover. So when uh, I got when I got my hands on Sunblock in 2015, it wasn't it was ugly for all of them. Like I fouled all a big men out, Big Mike, um, Sheldon Bailey. A caker, it was nothing they could do. <laughs> I, I think Sunblock looked a little different this year than they usually do, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think they looked a lot different. Uh, Los Fearless took the W, actually, which I was a little bummed about. I mean, we won two championships, and then we didn't get to win the final one. Um, oh, wow. But it's really fickle. It depends. Like, So we had a new rule implemented this past Sunday about mm -hmm. uh, technicals, and like they yeah. weren't letting the guys talk that much because – the past four games, the past four tournaments, the guys were talking a little too much. Nothing was getting done. And there was definitely some profanity thrown around. So they were super strict. We were at a church this time. And um, I had a couple guys who haven't played since the first game. We won the championship and qualified. Yeah. So then they were in this game and they thought it would be like the first tournament. And we got too many techs. And it's yeah. a, once you get a tech, it's literally just a point on the other team. So that kind of. Oh, okay. okay. It definitely, yeah. it definitely could be detrimental and it worked against us. Yeah. Um, your play style, you tough though. Uh, from the video I seen, um, somebody just charged into you. You you took it, you know, and um you got back up and continue playing. So, like, like take us through that. Like, that was that was kind of that was actually really dope. I really enjoyed watching you, you know, get <laughs> ran over like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, the 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 thing with the 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 uh stigma against women basketball players is that they don't want to get hit physical by men, but women actually play, you know. Hard when it comes to the guys too, to the point where some guys actually be complaining as well. So like, you know, yeah. fix fix that, please. Right, right, right. Uh, I am not gonna lie. My number one pet peeve is when I see like women like in social media trying to be like, oh, I only play against guys because guys are the tough ones. Like, I cringe so hard because I was just telling you about those runs in Philly, right? Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I came back with a black eye broken nose like I still got to get nose surgery I've had my nose broken three times not by mm. men by women yeah like I women play so physical because we don't have that okay no shot at women but we really don't have the athletic ability to do like the hang time the dunks yeah the crazy stuff that guys move just we are just not physically built for that so women our game is way more physical in my opinion way yes. more physical like we we're throwing bows 
I used to come back from games with my back all pinched up because I had the back to girls. You just don't say shit. You just keep your mouth quiet. Um, again, I'm also from Philly. Like I'm from the East Coast. Like we play so tough. And yes. if I, in my my opinion, if I'm gonna be out there with men, I'm gonna. I'm actually happy, low key. Like even though it's a little bit cheap, he definitely pushed off. Yeah. I'm happy that I was treated like an equal out there, and I'd rather get my ass run over. I mean, it's my fault. Like. Cause I'm the dumbass who thinks, oh, he's going off a scream. I'd rather yeah. step in between him and the basket than let him score a point. Like, so many people are like, Vic, why are you stopping getting trying to take a charge with like six three men when you're five five? But like, I don't think about it honestly. Like, I have something <laughs> wrong in my brain, and this is part of the reason why I'm so athletic and good at basketball and like other sports. Yeah, I played soccer one season as goalie, and I we won the entire thing. I hate soccer. I don't even wow. fuck with soccer, but because um i'm like stupid and fearless and don't even like comprehend that a cleat could go in my face if i'm diving for a ball as a goalie like it works and same thing in basketball if someone is about to score i don't see their height or their weight or like line up the physics between me and them i just see that i can't let them score the basket (laughs) (laughs) I, I i mean and as you saw like there's multiple films if you go back even our two on two tournament uh, Brandon Jamar threw me the fuck down. I mean, sorry, to stop cursing, but threw me down. Um, part foul, part, part block. He'll say it's a block. I think majority will say it was a little bit of both. Um, and I just got back up, and I'm glad he did that. I'm glad these guys are treating me like an equal. And if I'm gonna be out there on the court, I gotta be able to take a hit, and I do time and time, yeah. time again. I'll get back up. I'll take the hit. I'm not you let big baby. It. You let big baby knock you down. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I have to send you the footage. You will. <laughs> die laughing it actually went viral for a little bit like it, it was pretty funny and for the record anyone who's listening big baby is about six nine six nine six ten yeah, yeah six nine six ten <laughs> five five so yeah right. <laughs> you in there yeah 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 you definitely in the- and the guy who knocked me down who you're referring to is probably like six two six three of pure like muscle <laughs> so like, who- their dudes down. <laughs> so who, who do you credit for your development in basketball you did say you did say you had some um horrible coaches coming up, but I know obviously you still have. No, no, skill. I actually have. I have a couple people who I yeah. really appreciate. One of them is Jamie. Mm-hmm. He's a trainer in Detroit because I lived in Detroit. So my two biggest cities I lived in. I lived in Detroit my entire middle school year. Okay. I lived in Philly my high school year because so you can imagine there's a very gritty background like. I'm from the blue collar cities. Yeah. That's why people always get confused. I'm like, oh, 2004 Pistons are my favorite team ever. I love Ben Wallace. Sorry, Meta. Yeah, he's my favorite player. I think I rolled in with a um Ben Wallace jersey one time. Meta was like, Vic, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I love him. Um, so I grew up watching the 2004 Pistons. Like I was at Auburn Hills every mm. night. My friend's dad had season tickets I remember and I always went like he didn't even like basketball like the dude who was taking me wasn't even like that sporty he was like kind of yeah. nerdy and I was just like he always brought me because he knew how much I loved it and I just watched every game and soaked it up so Jamie was out in Detroit and I remember in middle school I was really good I was way better than most of the girls I mean because at that point of your age it doesn't matter that I was five five like I was like scoring 20 to 30 points a game in middle school because I was just so head and shoulders above who I was playing in middle school Mm-hmm. And I remember I went into training one day with Jamie and he was so dead honest with me. He was like, Vic, you think you're good, right? You're scoring 30 points a game. Like you think you're the shit, don't you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, 
what's your, what do you want as your future? And I was like, I'm going to play in the NBA, F the WNBA. Like no one's going to even watch. Like I want to play in the NBA. And he's like, he's like, you're not even going to make it to college, sweetheart. Like, he's like, you are five, five. He was like, you think you're good in middle school, but all these girls are going to catch up to you and get taller. And it's going to be on you to really differentiate yourself because you're always going to be short. Mm. And I was like, you just told me I suck damn like I was like Jamie do you not see the scores like and I needed someone to like not that I wasn't a hard worker I was always so hard like but I think basketball in general they encourage a cocky demeanor almost like yo I'm the shit like I'll score on anyone like I'll get buckets on whoever like it's just part of the like Cooper sweat yeah um I mean and I'm still like that I could have a I've had NBA players literally sit across from me. I'm like, I'll get a bucket on you. <laughs> like, I just really, I think every true hooper feels that way. Yeah, I told, uh, I told Kobe that. I was told Kobe like, uh, you can't guard me in low post. You're too small. Yeah, exactly. You know, like. And then like I told Ron like, I, man, I used to dunk on Ron so much back in the day when he was with the Pacers and stuff, dunk on his teammates and stuff like that. So yeah, you got to have that confidence. You know, that's what basketball is. A lot of people say it's cocky, but I don't believe in being. I don't believe in cockiness in basketball. You yeah. know, because think about it. People are trying to embarrass you on the court every single chance they get where they want to block your shot, steal a ball from you, score three point in your face and look at you and celebrate dunk on you and stuff. You know, right. you know, the guy that tried that bold you over is trying to show you up, actually. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So was. I, don't, I, was. I think I think that you need that cockiness to maintain to maintain that. Key. Yeah. Part of the issue, actually, with that, I mean, I feel like you have to show the tape or something, but part of the like it was a hard knock, like. He could have stopped and he didn't stop. And I think a big reason why he didn't stop is because he's like, how dare a woman step in front of me, like the way that I stepped in front of him. Like, I'm pretty sure like there was a subconscious, like animalistic thing to it where he's like, how dare this girl? Like, I'm going to prove a point to her. And then afterwards, like, he's actually a good person. I know him. We're friends. He was, he realized what he did and he was like, damn, like, I'm so sorry. And like, he's been like, apologizing to ever since he's like Vic that was messed up I'm so sorry I was like yo I can take it we're good <laughs> yeah he gonna have to give you some berries pizza or something like that <laughs> <laughs> no he's apologized multiple times I will put that on record he's sorry because it wasn't it really wasn't just like a simple run over like it was a full-on yeah, yeah like, I know I saw it I was like whoa was <laughs> it was crazy. a full-on like we were doing some football tackling drills out there for sure yeah that was that was that was in Saying to be honest, I was like, "Wow!" But then the fact that you, you was able to, you know, post about it and and laugh it off, it, it was actually pretty. That was pretty cool. Um, but um, the announcers are actually cracking up. I don't know if you heard. I think one of the yeah. comments was like, "She grew up by the steps that Rocky ran." <laughs> like, <she was> <laughs> <laughs> like she grew up in the projects of Philadelphia. For the record, I did not grow up in the projects of Philadelphia. <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> I lived near the projects in my adult life. I had an apartment by the projects, but that is false information. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. So <laughs> I showed my dad that clip actually because I just got home yeah yesterday um i showed my dad that clip and it's so funny because my parents are just so used to this shit they're not even like oh my god like that's so messed up that guy ran you over he just started dying laughing he was like (laughs) they've been watching me play for so long i specialized in charges in college they were just like oh wow okay okay so i was with baron davis actually and uh Mm -hmm. he saw the clip and he was like he was like, yo, girls who step in front of guys like that and try to take a charge and pick up deserve to get elbowed in the face. And I was like, 
<laughs> okay, BD. All right. Yo, Baron Davis. Shout out to shout out to, to, to Baron Davis. He crazy, man. That's that's my guy, man. He um special dude right there, man. Special dude. <laughs> so um how how did you learn about X versus X though? And um or how was you introduced um to, to the people at X versus X? Oh, you know what? I think Jay and Bells. I was hooping with them in Venice. And they were like, yo, like there's some girls runs if you want to roll through. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, you have to download this app. So at first I was like, ugh, can't I just show up to the run? Like I'm not trying to download a whole app and then apply and get invited. Like that is way too much work, but um, I'm so glad I did. And the level of play, like the girls, I think the girls runs are super competitive. Like Mm -hmm. it's funny because one of the girls, one random girl reached out to me on G and they're like, yo, we want to run with you. Um, I was like, okay, just so you know, the girls are good. Like these aren't bullshit girls. Like it's not like social media girls. Like these are literally like these girls played in college. These girls have game. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's cool. I remember, I think she showed up to one game and didn't show up, (laughs) didn't come back. So it was different. (laughs) That's cool. Um, But yeah, no, it's been amazing. The app is so cool. The fact that we have indoor play, I think is rare. Like the fact that I've been able to play indoors this entire pandemic in LA, who, for the record, I don't know if people are listening from other cities since I'm in Philadelphia, but LA is not open once. We were open for what, two days? We made it to like phase one and a half. Yeah. We were open for like two days and then we went right back to lockdown and right now we're at stay at home orders. So the fact that there's an indoor gym is amazing. Um, The fact that Meta actually plays with us, like Meta, I think makes a big effort to play with us and he'll come and watch uh also too he it was the first money league i've ever been in for a girl i've never been in a money Mm. tournament for just a girl like he solely did the first money tournament i've ever been on and i made sure my team got paid (laughs) yeah that's yeah that's that's dope yeah i heard that blew some team up by like 40 or something like that too yeah (laughs) well another la versus philly thing a lot of the girls went for like social media influencers that have a big following that like Mm. are in the vassal world and i went for straight hoopers i went for like all right who's my girls who played overseas who are bored right now or who's my girls that really played in college and just take hoops super seriously so my recruiting was different um also some of the girls just didn't recruit at all they just picked up whoever was available but like i went ham i'm not even gonna lie i went ham on recruiting (laughs) i was like where are my overseas players where are the girls like (laughs) <laughs> that's funny so like has playing in the um x versus x runs has it improved your play though from the beginning of you being introduced to the app to right now today so it's interesting to say that because you have to remember i'm like six years out of college like i'm not yeah. one of the girls that are like i think i'm one of not the oldest actually there's older but definitely in the older bracket of girls that play i'm not still actively trying to be overseas or i'm not mm-hmm. actively in college um but I'm so effing competitive. Like you yeah. better believe like as soon as I was playing, I was like, Ooh, I should start getting a little bit more shots up. Like, um, I think I play, I don't know, I guess I do things a little bit different, but for the most part, I've always had like a very strict game. Like I'm either shooting the bars ball super far out. I'm driving hard or I'm ding the F up. Um, I'm definitely like a really gritty player and everyone kind of knows that like they never count me out if they're playing against me actually most of the girls get annoyed they're like oh we gotta play against Vic like she's <laughs> annoying as hell like she like she's not gonna let us take our shots for the camera like it's annoying <laughs> <laughs> I love that energy um, right there 
Yeah, I'm I'm still a little much and I hope that continues. And I hope I I hope I'm still like one of the faster ones when I'm 40 and annoying. Yeah. But um um yeah, I think just being able to play indoors definitely kept my basketball skills honed for sure. Like I think if I wasn't playing at XVS, I would just be messing around on outdoor courts against guys and I don't think my skills would be as sharp for sure. Mm. Okay, understandable, understandable. So like speak on the com- on the community at X versus X like uh, any friendships, professional relationships that you've gained by participating with on X versus X? I mean, I'll be so honest, like all my friends in LA, I would I'd probably have no friends or like a couple random social media friends like mm. My entire friend group in LA is built from Venice basketball and XVS. Like mm. there is no other, like all my friends are Hoopers. Um, and I'm so glad of the abundancy of friendships and connections I made through that. Um, but yeah, like that's all my friends, my entire friend group. I mean, I was new to LA seven months ago in the middle of a pandemic and everything I learned and met was from basketball. Not to mention, um, I got laid off two months ago. Mm. From I had a medical device job and cause LA is not opening. Yeah, and maybe three and you know who's really had me it's my basketball people like my basketball family really had my back like I'm so grateful Meta, Baron Davis, Phil Handy all three of those guys have really held me down um they've been great mentors they've Mm. all give me work if I need it and I am truly blessed like I'm the epitome of all my friends are from basketball all my work opportunities it's the first time in my entire life I was like, you know what? Everyone in LA monetizes their passions. I'm going to figure out how I can do it. Yeah. Um, I've done the corporate thing for seven years and I just feel like I could definitely break through. LA is so inspirational, some stuff in basketball for sure. Hmm. So my basketball family held me down. Yeah, that's that's dope. That's dope to have that that um that dope community. And one more uh, question, like, so you said that you obviously you said you wasn't uh, pursuing an active overseas career anymore, um, which I still think you should though. But you know, that's neither here nor <laughs> there. And I'm in the gym more than your average like overseas player. Like, you I'm might as well. Gym. You might as well. You never know. You might. You might as well, man. To be yeah, honest, ev- everyone <laughs> says that. I mean, it's not completely out, but. I think that you should, I think that you should, you should, you should like seriously, like whatever your consideration of it is, you should raise it by like 20% to be honest, just, you know, see it. Cause you're not, you well, you're not 30 yet. Right. Or whatever. Like you're young, you're still relatively young. I say, Hey, just do it. Cause I know sometimes it creeps back in your mind. Like, damn, oh, yeah. you know, see, there you go. Now when, when, when you don't, when you, when it creeps back in your mind, you don't care about it. Then that's like you over it, you know, like, I have those those regrets too as well with me, like because I kind I kind of think I, even though I retired from basketball at like thirty five, I think that I was too early because I still had a lot of game left. And well, like, you have to remember, like yeah. um, Chris Copeland or whatever, he played in yes. the NBA at twenty nine. I love that. Honestly, yeah. when I found that out, I was like, because I'm not twenty nine yet, and I was like, yeah, I think that you I was should. like, damn, you made it in the NBA at twenty nine, and you have to remember, even a lot of these dudes playing are in their 30s mm-hmm. like i don't know so that's inspirational for me i mean we got doc playing and she's a little bit older and yeah um no i definitely definitely have thought about it and i don't like i think i'm still in extremely good athletic shape it's not that i just i don't know we'll see <laughs> we'll there's see. not i think what people forget is there's really not a lot of money in women's overseas mm. it's yeah. not a lucrative path i did actually have an offer or two out of college but it was so 
<laughs> minuscule that it won't even have covered anything like ah. even though like my food and stay was taken care of yeah i had student loans like i was on full scholarship my first two years but my second two years i wasn't on full ride um mm. because i transferred okay and i had some student loans to pay back i wanted to be able to live when i got back home and i've seen it like i have so many friends who played overseas come back and are broke for women also yeah. i think girls i think every athlete goes through this too where they play basketball their entire life so our entire life you played basketball in high school and college even though you could say you majored in whatever you didn't you majored in basketball like yeah. that was your full focus that was the love of your life exactly. you're telling me like when people say that they actually pursued and focused and majored in their career they either didn't give that crap about basketball and it was just like a pastime thing or like mm -hmm. they're lying because yeah. basketball is your life you're telling me getting up at 5 a.m lifting dealing with the drama every day of your team being in constant contact with your teammates and coach all day and then having a three-hour practice and playbooks after and meetings basketball wasn't your life like it was your life it was your so life everyone yeah. goes through that awkward point in their life where you stop playing overseas or you stop playing college and you're like oh my god what do i do i don't yeah. know what else to do like and a basketball personality is very different than other personalities like it's a niche yeah so to get basketball players specifically i think even the guys who played d1 like were really good played overseas for a couple years and then have to get back in the real world it's tough and i'm so thankful that now more than ever there's more basketball opportunity i mean baron's got like seven different companies we got bleacher report we have um so many different avenues that you can utilize basketball mm. which is thankful but i was trying to avoid that phase yeah no no i hear you no i was asking you that because i wanted to from your opinion like do you see x versus x as a platform that other players can use to further their semi-pro professional career in basketball yeah and I, even more so i think not only can they I know there's guys who didn't get a play in college and play an XBS are like, oh my gosh, I finally have an opportunity to share my voice, even though they didn't have the means to play in college at the time or the connections or the right mentors. So I think that, and even on top of that, it gives them professional opportunities that might not be overseas, but still mm -hmm. surrounded by basketball and they're able to stay close to the game. So absolutely. I think it's a great like networking opportunity. Oh. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, and I've, even yeah. I have friends on the East Coast that are super jealous. They're like, Vic, how yeah, I know. they're like, how do you have all these runs? Like, why do you get to play with all these cool pe people? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, like, XVS. <laughs> but, you know, I know we got to bring it to the East Coast too. Like, East Coast is missing out. And I, I'm really, really working hard on bringing it like to like New York. It'll be dope to have a game in Philly, especially um, like, you know, the girls' runs like you talk about and stuff like that. That'd be yeah, dope. My girls would love that. You put it on Philly, like, we got that filled up. Like, that's New York too. I played at Rucker Park. I mean, mm, New York okay. City's New York City's huge on hoops. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Definitely. But, they, but part of the issue in New York City is there's not a lot of indoor courts. Yeah. To get in touch with. Like it's a lot of outdoor courts and it gets cold. It's not like California. So real estate's really expensive in New York City. It's not yeah. sure. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, yeah, thank you for um coming on the show and everything. I really appreciate you for coming on, taking your time out while you're on vacation and coming on the show and stuff <laughs> like that. So um for those that um don't know you, they need to want to get in contact with you via social media for whatever opportunities, whatever, how can they reach you? 
um instagram baby v with three y's so b-a-b-y-y-y-v um twitter victoria mazio three tiktok victoria mazio three i don't know why you'd reach out to me on tiktok but if that's if you're a young kid watching this there you go all right well uh, and i'm daniel artest um you can reach me at daniel artest pod on instagram and twitter as well um with that being said we get out of here thank you uh, victoria again for reaching out thank you xxx for giving me the opportunity to uh, interview people for, for the platform and stuff like that with that being said you are out y'all have a good day peace <laughs>